Good morning and welcome to your Damascus Daily Prayer Lab. My name is Sheila and I am a missionary at Damascus, where we're working to awaken, empower, and equip a generation to live the adventure of the Catholic faith. Today, we're going to be reflecting on a reading from the Gospel of Mark. This is chapter 7, verses 31 through 37. Jesus left the district of Tyre and went by way of Sidon to the Sea of Galilee, into the district of the Decapolis. And people brought to him a deaf man who had a speech impediment and begged him to lay his hand on him. He took him off by himself away from the crowd. He put his finger into the man's ears and, spitting, touched his tongue. Then he looked up to heaven and groaned and said to him, Ephatha, that is, be opened. And immediately the man's ears were opened, his speech impediment was removed, and he spoke plainly. He ordered them not to tell anyone, but the more he ordered them not to, the more they proclaimed it. They were exceedingly astonished, and they said, He has done all things well. He makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. So what stands out about this encounter with Jesus is really that it looks a little different than some of the other healings that he's performed up to this point. And we see that people are coming to him, asking him just to lay his hand on this man, because there have been other times where he lays his hand on the sick and they recover right away. This one is a little more involved. You have him taking him away by himself. He's touching his ears. He's touching his tongue. He's spitting. He's groaning. And then finally he says, be opened. And at that point, the man's ears are opened. His speech impediment is removed and he speaks plainly. And this just demonstrates so clearly the very personal and very intimate way in which God cares for us. That the way in which Jesus heals this man is different than the way in which he heals other people. And we could ask, does he love this guy more because he spent more time with him? Does he love him less because he took longer for him to heal him? No, of course not. Those aren't the right questions to ask. But sometimes when we're looking at ourselves and our own healing, we can be tempted to compare where we're at to where other people are at, whether this is a physical ailment that we have or interior healing that we're in search of, we can sometimes look at other people and say, well, how come it's taking me longer to grow in this way or to experience healing in this way? Why hasn't it happened yet when it happened for this person or when it came so much more quickly to this other person over here? And we can put these expectations and these timelines on how we expect to receive healing from the Lord. And we need to remind ourselves that Jesus wants our wholeness and he will always be loving us in some way and always desiring to bring us to greater wholeness in him. What we don't always know is how he's going about that. And the way that we can start to learn that is through relationship with him and through learning how to understand his voice and how to recognize his presence, and how to be led by him, and to see where he's moving, where he's moving in our hearts, where he's moving in our lives, and how he desires to bring us to wholeness. So instead of wondering, why am I not speaking plainly yet? We might notice he's actually working on our ears, to use the example of this man. 
there are probably a number of different ways in which he wants to heal us, in which he wants to show his glory through us. But we can only get there by being attentive to the foundation that he wants to lay in, the ways in which he wants to bring that forth at the right time and in the right way to give him glory and to set us up for a deep and lasting relationship with him. One that's not reliant on the healing that he provides for us and the things that we expect and the ways in which we expect it, but one that is cultivated through faith and through trust and through surrender and through seeking him, seeking him and allowing him to draw our attention where it is that he wants to take us. And in this story, he's taking time with each of the places that have afflicted this man. He's going to his ears. He's going to his tongue. And in the same way, it is important and good for us to know exactly how the Lord has delivered us. Not simply to rejoice in the freedom and the restoration, but to know the personal way in which he has loved us and restored us. And that is how he shows his glory, and that is how we can tell his glory to others. So today the invitation is for us to pay attention to where the Lord is moving, give thanks for the ways he's already brought us healing, and to ask and invite him and rejoice with him in the healing that he desires to bring. Again, this has been a scripture reflection on the Gospel of Mark. My name is Sheila, and to learn more about Damascus and the programs and events we offer here, please visit damascus.net.